ladies, I'm Henri and I'm Blanca and this is the Meow Podcast. Meow stands for My Empowerment of Women and it's a show dedicated to encouraging women to live empowered lives through storytelling. We are here to inspire women by advocating self-love, self-realization, self-development, mental health and entrepreneurship. It's a platform for all women to find purpose and share their stories. Join us bi-weekly as we sit down and have heartfelt conversations that spark curiosity and inform you while we have some fun. Stay tuned, ladies. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to our new episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It's our season two. Hi. Hi, Audrey. We've been away for like a month. Yeah, we were... yeah, it's been a hot minute, so there's a lot to catch up on. But how are you? How were things when you got home? Um. Okay, yeah. So I feel like my month away, I feel like I was there for a long time. Um, it, was like, it was like a month. I was there for a long time. Mean, but I feel like that month just so in general years. was a very long month. And um, gosh, I'm so grateful that I went home when I did. And I had honestly such a nice time like because I haven't been home in three years. Seeing my family and, and seeing my sisters, I feel like that was like my favorite part was, um, I think, you know, I'm, I have five sisters. I didn't know that. Yeah. Five? I knew you had an older sister. Yeah. I didn't know you had three more sisters. Five. Holy crap. Yeah, five. I have four brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I right. Mine's, mine's very male dominant. Yeah, mine's very female. We love the feminine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, the, I'm actually the youngest. Yeah. And I'm the baby. And I have always felt like with my sisters, who they really have been like the example of femininity, I guess, like in my life, because they have always been older than, well, they obviously are older than me, but they really were all out of the house by the time I was nine. Yeah. Um, so my old, like the youngest one, like the one above me, she's five years older than me. So, I mean, she was like kind of, she was in the house. She was a teenager. You yeah, know? she was she, in and out. Yeah, she, she like, she wanted no business with me. And I mean, she did. And we were like always fighting. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, you know, when I was little, I used to like go into your room and like, I used to like put on her shoes and like, and then she would come back and then I would forget to put them back in her room. <laughs> and so I, her name is Fatima. And um, so now that I am finally, you know, so I've always been in a very different stage than them. Like they've always have been just five years older and all of them, the other ones are even, like my oldest, oldest sister is like 15 years older than me. Oh my God. And also I'm the one, the only one that was born in the US and then they were all born in El Salvador. And so we've always had this like differentiation of age and a little bit of culture, a little bit just because I was raised here and then they had to assimilate here. And so, um, that that's different that's a different experience yeah. and then um we also had our parents were in different places when they were raising us so for a long time i kind of felt like at some distance like some distance yeah. between them i totally feel because even my brothers and i um i'm more americanized compared to my siblings like, mm-hmm. if you meet my brothers they speak japanese much more and just the way we act and handle specific things it's mm-hmm. like cultural di- culture difference for yeah. sure yeah so, but then they still, it's really hard to break that perspective of me being a little sister. Yeah. I'm like 26 now. Yeah. And I think that like, I think that when you're really much so much younger than your siblings and like, 
there's a lot of misunderstandings that yeah. like the adults aren't really explaining to you. And I think that there's like, yeah, like a lot of just like disconnect at first that I feel like all of the healing that I've been doing on trying to really get to know myself and like forgiving, like, you know, like the traumas of the past, I think it's crazy that to know that my sisters are also on their own healing journey. Yeah. Um, that was like really crazy to come back to and like connect with them because I, it really shows just like how connected you are with your family. Especially like, if they can trust you to talk about adult shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then I went to, I got, I went out with my sister like I went and partied with them and like, I was just like, I finally felt like I'm not like the little, little one anymore. The one yeah. that like, you they know, kind of lean on. Yeah, like, yeah. I finally, like, I can be trusted a little bit more with, like, information. I still have my, like, moments, you know, yeah. where I'm sensitive and stuff. But, um, and I still feel like the little, like. I mean, you are. You're the I youngest am, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying. But now that I know that we're all kind of in our own healing journey and trying to be better people for ourselves. And I think yeah. that that will always affect how the relationships with the people around you are. Like, if you're working on yourself, yeah. then that will naturally affect the relationships that you have and yeah I just had such a nice time bonding with them I really felt like it was like um it was a very great experience to be with my sisters and really have that camaraderie with them and then also my mom was really great um just come back feeling more grounded yeah yeah I feel like I just felt really happy to be home like usually when I've gone home I'm like I'm ready to leave like I'm yeah. like get me out of here but I, I really, I did, actually didn't want to leave. Yeah. And we'll get more into that. But I also got to see, like, my friends from home. Um, I got to see some of my high school friends. And yeah, my I saw you exploring in D.C. Yeah. So yeah. I'm actually from the city. <laughs> and I love, D.C. is a really cool city. Yeah, you're you're playing, um, you're going to all the historic monuments. Yeah. And it's I'm really. I'm playing of it. <laughs> I know. I, it's. Well, because, like, I mean, that's literally, like, growing up, that was, like, our backyard. And yeah. our friend and I went to school, like, in Georgetown area. Yeah. And so it was, like, really close to the um, to the monuments and stuff. And we are just, like, thinking, reflecting back. And I was, like, I want to go back to, like, because that's honestly where we would hang out. Yeah. When, like, as teenagers. And we were, like, honestly, it was really cool growing up in a city. And, like, especially in East Coast City. We were just, I think that that's a lot of the reasons why I'm able to, like why I like to have so many different kind of conversations and I love diversity because I grew up yeah. in DC. And, and you also love history. I love history. Frida. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love, well, I just like learning about the past. Yeah. Um, so, and growing up there, like literally like all of the museums are free. You just always have something to go like entertain your brain with. My grandmother passed away when I was away, um, which is one of the reasons why I was going back is because my grandmother um, was on, was not doing well and um that was also a very moving experience and i would love to take this episode to kind of share yeah um, let's do it yeah um just to share a lot of what i'm kind of going through right now i'm definitely grieving yeah um my grandmother was like such a amazing human being and um i'm really gonna miss her and I'm just like so grateful that um, that I got to be her her granddaughter and that she like moved in with us when I was nine and that I got to spend my youth next to her because I feel like she will always live in my heart and um, and the and the influence that she had on our family and 
her spirituality that I feel like will live within me. And I am just so grateful for the love that she taught me because she was so kind and she was so kind to children. And, um, and she just had so much faith in, in the divine. And I think that she left all, she left so peacefully. And I think that that is like a testament to her dedication to her faith and the dedication to, to living a life that was like rooted in, um, and just like good morals. Good morals. She's living in her path. Yeah. And I just thought it was so crazy, the timing. Because you were like, okay, I'm going to go visit my grandma. Um, you know, it's basically I'm going there to say goodbye. I don't know when it's going to happen. And you were like, this is the only PTO I can take. And yeah. boom, like you were able to do your nine days of the prayers that you guys yeah. do in your culture. And I was like, that's so crazy that everything lined up and it wasn't like something that outside of your schedule that would have like stressed you out. Yeah. She went in such peace and it, it didn't bother it. Like in a way that it didn't put baggage on other people, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, what? Like everything was like the timing. Yeah. Cause you came back right on the ninth day of prayer. Everything That's was like, like timing was, was alignment. Yeah. It was alignment. And also like, I feel like I came back. I just came back even more spiritual. Like yeah. I honestly, I feel like it was such a well-rounded trip. And then my grandmother, she is, she, she literally looked radiant yeah. when I got there. Like she looked so pretty to me yeah. Um, and she looked so peaceful and it was crazy because she had all of her senses. You know, I asked her before she left if she would gift me something uh, because I wanted something of hers. Um, and, and it was crazy because the year before, which is around this time last year, I spent New Year's with my grandma. Um, we went to El Salvador, I spent it with my family and I really, that's when I really got to like, I've always known my grandmother, but I made sure that that trip, I really asked her all of the questions, mm-hmm. like, you know, how did you meet my grandpa? Yeah. Like, tell the me about horse. your childhood. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. oh my God, my grandma, yeah, she talks about my grandpa, like, coming into, into their house and like, in a white horse. Wearing all white. Wearing all white, <laughs> like, coming to, like, ask for her hands. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah, they were so they were soulmates. Yeah, and that's another, you know, and, and last year because she was diagnosed with cancer a couple months prior to that, and so we already knew what was going to happen, but we didn't know the time frame, and so we got to chat, and we, we, we I learned so much. I really got to listen to her stories about who she was as a human being, and um, really everything that we're doing now, like just these women that come from third world countries. And I'm sure one day maybe you'll share the stories of your ancestors and your mom and your grandparents, but just these women that come from these places and like the things that they've gone through, like yeah. the fact that she couldn't go to school because, you know, she was a girl and that just being so like her desire to want to learn and knowing that there was power in knowledge and her little brother teaching her how to read. We knew that her cancer was terminal. I asked her, like, Grandma, are you scared to, you know, go? Like, she was like, no, I'm not scared. I'm excited to see your grandpa again. Like, I'm ready to reunite with him. And I know that they were soulmates. You know, a year later, or almost a year later, um, my grandmother passed away the same day that my grandpa passed away. 
when I got home, when I got home on November and I asked her, like, can I have something of yours? I would like to keep it. She gave me her, 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 her wedding band. Yeah. That has my grandpa's name on it. But I'm just so like, that was like, I'm, I'm so grateful that she gave me this and that, um, you know, I feel like she's just like a little guardian angel. She is. She's looking over you. Yeah. And then also just, I don't know, like the timing of everything. Like I thought that I was going to be back in California. And then um, again, what you were saying is that. I talked to you on the phone when that happened. I was like, what was the time? Because you were like, you get to do the nine days of the prayer. You know, if she decided to go later on, then you couldn't, you can't take PTO and you can't be a part of the whole yeah so i was like she literally like brought the family together she brought the family together and passing away the same day as my grandpa like my grandpa passed away when i was 17 mm -hmm. i think i was oh no i was 16 i was like a sophomore in high school and um and then literally the same day and then which is wild yeah like what are the what are the chances that 14 years later yeah you pass away on the same day as your husband and the weird before she was like i'm ready to be reunited with your grandpa yeah and then not only because obviously we do the i don't know if it's my culture but we're catholic oh, oh or, really? i think it's like a okay. catholic thing but we do nine days so the day that the person is deceased you pray the rosary nine days mm -hmm. to help the soul you know get to the heavens and so i was able to be there with my family and and uh and then also just like the fact that we're going to be able to celebrate, we celebrate my grandpa every year. Um, we, it's on Thanksgiving, so we're already all together, but we make it a point to do a prayer to him and just like celebrating his, his essence. And so now we get to celebrate them together. We don't have to celebrate them separately. Yeah. Um, so that was just like really sweet. And uh, yeah, I feel like for a little bit, I was like kind of doubting I don't know my idea of love and yeah and what I think romance is anymore um and I feel like she really left me with like the feeling of that that exists and that if you to just be patient with yeah. that kind of stuff and um and then now my family's actually in El Salvador they've all traveled there so I'm kind of sad I don't get to be there with this her wishes were to be buried in her native land um, so she's there and my family's there. So her actual like funeral is going to be there. Um, so I, I'm sending lots of love to my family. Um, but yeah, like it was just such an amazing overall trip. I feel just so much more, um, I'm definitely still in my feelings and I'm still definitely, um, I'm very sensitive right now, but, um, but going into this now is that, um, you know, right now that my heart is like basically kind of is open because of the grieving. I am also the, and this is just like moving on to the topic is that <clears throat> I really want to leave 2023 just with that feeling that my grandma left me with like that peace. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about, I listened to the new year's resolution from last year. And one of the things that I asked for in which we're going to do again because I was like, this is not what I'm going to manifest. Yeah. Um, one the whole world's listened to yeah. it. One of the things that I asked was like, I really wanted to feel peace. Yeah. Um, or I wanted to feel peaceful. And I mean, I definitely have had moments where I don't feel peaceful. <laughs> but I really want to leave 2023 peacefully. And really, um, I think that 
before I was like, I wanted to find peace in the outside world. Yeah. Like I wanted to find friends that were more calm yeah. and I wanted to, you know, connect with people that were more grounded because mm-hmm. there was too much chaos from the past. Which you actually did find. Which I did, which I did. And then it comes back within you too. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of my friends now that I have are really teaching me how to be grounded and how to be, to be okay within that. And, um, and, and I think my grandmother leaving the way that she did, she left the house so peacefully. Yeah. And, she could, and, and then now I'm like, okay, I think that I've found the peace that I want on the outside, but I really think that now it's like, I need to find that peace inside. Yeah. And so going into 2023, I really want to forgive the outside world. Like I've been now that my, right now that I am having a heart opening because of the, the loss of my grandmother, I really have been the last month. And since I got back and to the end of this year, I'm really going to be focusing on um, forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, just like forgiving things that happens, mm-hmm. like people and letting life be. Remember, we were freaking out about the room. We're like, we're gonna find yeah here exactly. Just a big hopeful. Yeah, because I feel like I just don't want to carry that stuff with me anymore. Like, because I feel like I'm realizing right now that I can like kind of be. I'm not like a mean person, but I can definitely hold on to a grudge. Yeah. <laughs> I think it happens to the best of us. Like it takes time to like let things go or like process things, and that's okay. Yeah, but for me, it might be like a little bit longer than it needs yeah. to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's but, good that um, you have friends that understand that. Even with me, like the like people that love us correctly knows how to guide us into being the best version of ourselves. Like if you know that someone's going to be a certain way, not necessarily pushing them. Yeah. Like get out of it, but kind of like understanding who they are and be like, oh, I just need more time. I want to go into the new year very free, mm-hmm. you know, not with that baggage. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of right now, I've been doing a lot of homework on like really mapping out the people who I feel have hurt me or whatever it is yeah. that I have felt hurt in. And then kind of, going back to the core reason why I put myself in those situations mm-hmm. and um, what need I was searching for within these people yeah. and um, being able to really di- dissect like the reason I was attracted to those connections or um, and then being able to find like the link to the past mm-hmm. that wants to be acknowledged and wants to be also forgiven and this is also a fun part because you're becoming friends with yourself and getting to know yourself like okay these are the things that like happened and this is what i Mm -hmm. wanted you just being kind to yourself from how you were not nothing you know you grew from this but still being able to reflect on it becoming understanding and kind to yourself and finding ways to forgive and yeah forgiving myself yeah for the some of the things that i've done and then also forgiving others and like realizing that um I don't have to hold on to these things anymore. And um, so I always, I've, I've always said in the, in the past episodes is that heartache is a really beautiful time and like allowing myself to evolve. And um, I think that this past year, I just had a lot of, like, I didn't honestly, I really didn't do anything bad this that past year. What about you? I didn't really do anything bad this year, but I guess one of the things I would like to change is like, I work a lot. Yeah. Monday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. I cut down a lot of times I used to go out with my friends, all of it mm-hmm. to a point where I don't really have like one-on-one lunches or dinners, but it was important to kind of build on 
Um, you know, even so I'm very dedicated to meal. So that's like a, another time that I make sure we have a lot of one-on-one time doing the podcast. But outside of that, I'm always working with different restaurants, not the influencer thing, but helping restaurants grow my clients as well as mm-hmm. having my full-time job. Um, but I think it was necessary that time of solitude because then, um, you know, kind of helped me with my decision-making for this next year. Like I really want more time with friends, but also I still, I was talking to you about this earlier, mm-hmm. finding the balance between full-time job with my outside job yeah, and finding time with my friends. So hopefully I can like resolve that more next year. But I also think, you know, now, now is the time to like kind of get our job situation down but yeah like outside so if i'm if i'm kind of cutting down a lot of time with my friends it's so that i could enjoy more later because yeah. <laughs> i thought about it I'm like i do want more time with friends like one-on-one like i want to go to lonnie's thing too this weekend but i have to go you know take videos and get myself us you know situated separate. situated yeah, yeah. so pick and choose yeah it's yeah. hard it's hard yeah no i well i mean you honestly like looking listening back to the old episode yeah. like we were looking for new jobs too. we were looking for new jobs we were like we need a career change we need like purpose yeah. and we found it i mean you definitely found I mean, it still working on i think you know it's like it's about you know, finding those moments in your life and having things bloom because just because one thing works out doesn't mean it's going to keep working out yeah so you know making sure that you understand there's going to be failures and bumps along the way but just being consistent mm-hmm. um Things are going to let you down, but just keep going. Yeah. yeah. I think that it's really cool <laughs> to see, like, you really bloomed in not only your current job, but, like, your your own, your business, I guess, that you're creating right now. Yeah. Um, and that started from my, my full-time job kind of letting me down and freaking me out. And yeah. then I was like, you know what? Let me just try working with my own clients. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that is one of – that is something that I, I don't feel super fulfilled in the job department yeah. just yet. I think that I definitely have bloomed in like my purpose. Like I feel like I find so much fulfillment in this. And then yeah. um, I definitely lo- love the job that I have currently. Like I get to travel with them, yeah. which is really cool. And like I get to go through a lot of like cool experiences. Um, and I've met a lot of like cool people. Uh, but I still, I'm not quite as like there yet. Yeah. Like there's still more that I need to really dig into. And more of like, really this year has really been about implementing a lot of the teachings that I've been doing, a lot of the things that I've been learning. There were bumps in the road for sure where we're like, okay, where are we going with this? But we got to remember, we actually built the experience of actually, we did events for a year. Yeah. We through it. And Blanca, you did tarot card, you had the experience of doing like tarot card reading events and reading events. And these are things that's, that aligns with your life skills class that you could potentially bring to now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was talking about. Like your, and yeah. especially your current job, you said it's very similar to now. Like these things can align you up and this business is there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, I'm very excited to yeah. see how we really get into, um, which we'll talk about in, in the setting of goals. But one of the things that I said is that I really didn't want to deal with uh, like wishy-washy people or like, I don't feel like I did anything bad this year. Like I didn't have like crazy drama for the first year of my life. Like yeah. there wasn't nothing popped off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had like moments where I was like, "That's not drama." It wasn't drama. It like was just like conversation. It was just like yeah. you know, yeah, like misunderstandings here and there, but there yeah. wasn't anything like dramatic. Like, dramatic. Yeah. Like there was no drama. Yeah, I think came to you. I think it's also like when you're at your highest self, or when you're just constantly yeah. focused on other things, like oh. 
have to do podcasts here. I have to, I have to edit on the weekends. It actually separates your time into, you know, things that you want to work on yourself. And it kind of takes time away from like, yeah. people that's going to be launching on to getting mad or something. Exactly. And there wasn't any like nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is nice because I feel like I really have like refined the groups that I want to be in. And, um, but I will say is that obviously like ugh, I'm a young woman in this city. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I had like a few dumb bitch moments. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I feel like what I wanted to talk about this was because I feel like I finally, I am in that place of my confidence and my boundaries is that like yeah. my intuition right now is like so strong. Yeah. Like I can You're just, like an alien. I can just catch a red flag. <laughs> yeah. I can catch a red flag really, really yeah. like well. And um, being able to like, even if I don't explain myself, just like being able to set a boundary with somebody and like just knowing that something's not for yeah. me or. You're setting yourself up for success. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, okay. And like, I'm setting the boundary so something doesn't happen later down the line. Yeah, or just, like, feeling, yeah. like, you know, and I feel like maybe when I was younger, like, if somebody gave me attention or, like... It was about likability. It was, like, about validation. Yeah. It was about validation. And I think that this year I really had moments where, like, but then I was, like, oh, I can, like, choose not to engage in no. this experience that I feel, like, is going to turn into something odd. Yeah. Or, like an entanglement in a, in a place that I shouldn't be in. Yeah. And, and making, take, uh, having you take on that stress. Exactly. Yeah, or yeah. like, or like, exactly. Or like, you know, um, a lot of moments where I, I'm realizing that I'm emotionally unavailable or have been. And a lot of the work that I'm doing. Still, now, I'm just, I, I, I think that you're more open. I think now. that I'm, I think that I can be very like, like, I love the idea about romance. But I don't think I necessarily have been in that place. You know, mm -hmm. like, I just don't... I've been very closed yeah. off for a long time. Like, that hasn't really been, like, a priority of mine. Like, your grandma's conversation, you're like, patience. Patience, yeah. yeah. I, that hasn't really been, like, a priority of mine. And I think that sometimes, because we live, we're young, and, like, that's what everybody is always talking about. I think that I want that. But in reality, like, I don't have time for yeah. it. Like, I literally haven't... And you're so happy right now. Yeah. I, mean, I know you had some things that happened, but this is like the highest I've seen you. Yeah. You come back like. Yeah. Yeah. But I also feel like there was just a lot of tests that really showed me how much I have grown in terms of like seeking validation, sticking in situations that clearly are not going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and being able to, again, like set a boundary, walk away, and then, you know, surrender and, and realize that what's for me will not pass you by yeah but um being patient with what is to come and then opening myself up next year this year i'm like i'm just not that's not even um yeah because you have your you have your goals i've been really yeah. yeah and but i've been really realizing just like how emotionally closed off i've i've been and like really getting into that reflection of like i'm actually terrified of like getting to know anyone yeah so this year I'm like, okay, I want to open myself up and be in a place of like not desperation, but not so closed off that I'm like crickets. Mm -hmm. You're just going with the flow. Going with the flow. Exactly. So I think that I'm just really proud of myself that I was able to say, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm going to say no to this. Like, thank you, but no, thank you. Yeah. Okay. And it's also funny because life kind of like, 
you know, sometimes when, for example, like that Wednesday, yeah, Thanksgiving, you were going to go on a date or something. But yeah. it's just so funny how life works out in ways to kind of like guide you into the right direction. Yeah. Like, okay, you might have, you know, that might happen like down the line, but it's like, it, yeah. kind of, it like saves you from, I mean, might, some people might say missed opportunity, but sometimes life guides you to like protect you too. Yeah. 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 That's why we like don't have drama because we're like, something happening in life that we have to go to mm-hmm. that like protects us or makes us more bonded with people mm-hmm. and that missed opportunity is actually not a missed opportunity exactly and sometimes it's like yeah it's like like you said not the right time and i think a lot of the times as girls i definitely feel this way all the time sometimes because i think again i think that i like the idea of romance but i don't think that i actually like like i'm very much like mm-hmm. i like my own company and like the idea of like bringing anybody into my space like terrifies me. Like it's chaotic too sometimes. Like when yeah. you know, back then when I was constantly like having someone new that mm-hmm. I was dating every month, like chaotic. Like, oh, is it gonna be a relationship? You start thinking about the other person, and it like affects your relationships and work. And, yeah. Like, right now, it's too bounce back. Yeah, and like the right person will just like it'll be make you feel whole. Yeah. Well, you should always already be whole. Don't be whole. But I think that yeah, I think that right now I'm really getting into like what I want, what I'm looking for, um, and then I think that um, I'm realizing that because I'm doing so much work on myself, like it's really important for me to like find somebody who is mature. Yeah. Like I really, I and I and I was gonna say, oh my god, is that. California and the East Coast are so different. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the people. The guys. Are, the guys. Yeah. yeah. I feel like East Coast has better. I think East Coast guys are better. Right? <laughs> I, I feel like California is too chill. <laughs> I feel like I feel like West Coast guys want you to pursue them. Like they want to be the girl. Oh yeah. And I'm not trying to be the girl in a relationship. No, I want you to be the I want to be the girl. You don't have to bring your feminine energy. Exactly. I feel like well, I feel like the guys in the West Coast are just like so pretty. Yeah. Like everybody here is so like I, I was telling my friend this. I was like, I feel like the guys in the West Coast are like so good looking. Like they're all very handsome. But they oh, all you haven't been to the Midwest. I my ex is a Midwestern. I love a Midwestern. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a bed from the Midwest. Too. They're from the same city. Really? Yeah. I love a Midwestern guy. I feel like they have they're so like, nice. They're so nice and they have like good morals. Yeah, and they like they're very like studious. Yeah. And, and I feel like I know I'm like I'm, I'm like the secret is the secret is get a Midwestern. Before he like yeah. moves to California. Yeah, yeah. Southern boy too. Um oh gosh, I don't know if I would ever date a southern guy. Um I don't know any southern guys, but I love a Midwestern because I feel yeah. like they're very like family gentlemen yeah they have family values um but yeah, they haven't experienced california life yeah yeah <laughs> and like them. i think that they are just yeah i those are my favorites but i love an east coast guy yeah because i think east coast guys are just like on it like they're just like okay. hi like me, met you like we're gonna go yeah to this night let's go and you're like okay like hey, i me. love yeah <laughs> like i love that because it's like I'm not gonna do that. Like, what the hell? Like, you're the guy. Yeah. Like, maybe, pick up your pants. Maybe you tie your belt and freaking make a plan. I was like, maybe get a hint and put the location in East Coast. <laughs> um, and then I feel like West Coast guys. I was telling my friend, I was like, dating in San Diego is terrible. Mm. Yeah. 
when I first moved, I didn't date anyone for a long time. Yeah, it just, I feel like the guys here want to be pursued, and, like, all of them have, like, I feel like they lack depth. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I, a lot of the guys that we meet through our friend group is, like, kind of, like, I, they're also friends, but not dateable. Oh, God, <laughs> I would never date any oh, of God. the guys that I know. Sure. Yeah. Ever. I don't think that I've had a crush. I had, like, a mini crush for, like, a second, and then, and then I was, like, ugh, it's a child again. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like they're all immature. Like they're all yeah. immature, or they're and they're all like insecure. Yeah. And like I can feel the insecurity radiate from them. Yeah, I feel like they're just not focused because um, I mean, if you're going out so late, late, late. Yeah. Probably don't have a job. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, I think that a lot of them are successful. I think that they just have no depth. Yeah. Like they they don't have anything interesting to offer to the conversation. Yeah. And I. That's why they're friends. Yeah, I think, exactly, and I think that they're really nice, like, I think that they're nice, but the way that they treat the girls that they date, or, like, I mean, some of the experiences that I've had, I just feel like the guys here are so used to the abundance of pretty women that they, like, they have no desire to create a real connection with yeah. you. Um, and I think it's also this world, it's just, there's so many... Hookup culture is yeah, killing not our generation. culture, but there's always something out there, meaning social media or things, yeah. like, that people don't want to be tied down because there's some some uh, something better out there or something yeah. like well i think a lot of people are not working on themselves yeah like a lot of people are wanting to fill voids with other people yeah and they keep circling around dating the same person or dating terrible people that humiliate them and then i think connection is so beautiful and the fact that like our generation especially in the city like just doesn't see the value in that, I think is really sad. Yeah. Um, and I think it also comes down to like how they grew up too within family and yeah. just not working on themselves and kind of just letting it, letting go. Yeah. I feel like that, exactly. And I feel like the guys here too, like, I feel like guys like girls who treat them like shit. What? Really? <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like guys, and I feel like, and then, they, and then they're like mopey and stuff. Like, I, if I hear one more mopey story from a guy, I'm gonna yeah. be like, welcome to the club. Yeah, there's always good guys out there too. You know, I just happened to find a guy <laughs> two years down living in San Diego who loves to, who journals more than I do every morning, reads, reads a book past. So this is, you know, the Christmas gift. That's how I got the idea. Yeah. Journaling every day. I'm not that committed. I like, I used to be. With like journaling and stuff, like I, but now I do it at night. Mm -hmm. But oh my gosh, someone that's even more dedicated to self work than you. <laughs> I know I am, but like it's a different level. Ben's on a different level. <laughs> yeah, you know that Ben and I have the same. Um, I mean, this is probably why we we have the same placement. Tim and I. Really? How, do you know his birthday? And yeah, like, I checked it. Do Do you know his birth time? I think you gave it to me. I think I did. Yeah, oh. he's, a Leo, he's a Leo rising. With a Cancer Sun and a Libra Moon. Oh wow! And I'm a I'm a Cancer Sun with a Libra Moon and a Leo Rising. Oh, that's so funny. But does that but then does that mean that you guys are compatible? Or does that mean that I don't think so? I think that work? when it's two the same. Compatible. Well, you're compatible with him. Yeah. Because he's a, you're a you're an Aquarius. Yeah. And he's a Leo Rising. Yeah. And so his seventh house is Aquarius. So he's attracted to romantically to Aquarius energy. Oh, I didn't know that. It's his like, yeah, which is can be. I'm a Leo rising, and my ex was an Aquarius. Okay. Yeah. I because I heard that it works great with like friendships, even love. Yeah. So. Um. Well, there's so much more to it now, like, but it's just like an instant attraction. Yeah. Whoever your opposite 
is like that is what you would be attracted to but yeah. you are a capricorn rising yeah. and so you are attracted to cancer oh is that what it is yeah so you guys are like each other's type yeah yeah <laughs> um but it's so funny because like you're always like ben's like and i'm like I was like, that's so weird because I feel like I'm always in the yeah. Yeah, uh, literally, literally. Yeah. Like I work on myself, but it's not like <laughs> literally no drinking or yeah. things that are like hard for me to do. That's yeah, like I'm committed to this. Yeah, I um yeah I love yours and Ben's dynamic. It's like so nice to see um just like such a healthy relationship. It's hard to find in San Diego. It is. Hard. And honestly, like, back. I feel like I'm like I'm hopeful. I'm like I feel like there has to be. A mature guy out there yeah maybe not maybe we have to look elsewhere are you yeah um but i think that right now i've been more like in like a reflecting on my issues yeah. to kind of open up my closed offness because i i want to feel really whole on my own and i don't want to date anybody out of like insecure or like um solitude no of like neediness like oh, i just yeah. don't want to like get into a relationship because I'm desperate for one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't, and even like this year coming up, like I really just want to like have fun yeah. with it. Like I want to like have fun. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be that serious. Like I can like, I really want to just like allow myself to not be so, I think that sometimes when you're always working on yourself, you get into this like very serious mode all the time. And like, I feel like I take myself way too seriously. Yeah. And I just want to like enjoy myself this year coming up. Like I really don't, I think that this past year I've just been like so serious with myself. Yeah. And like this year. Yeah. Well this year, like, yeah. like certain, not everything, like in certain parts of my socialness, like I think that because there was so much craziness that I wanted to get away from last year, Mm -hmm. um, I found, I, I, I did have a peaceful year. Yeah. And I think that sometimes I can be really extreme where I'm like, if I'm working on myself, I can't party at all. Yeah. And like, or have fun or like even changing the way that I think of fun. Like, yeah, I want to like have fun this year and like be lighthearted and really allow myself to be authentic and real, but like not it being so serious all the time. And like me feeling like annoyed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's hard. I feel like, you know, I always thought about the how do you find peace? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's people say self work. And it is, you know, like it's about setting, like, okay, going to bed early. And, like, for me, the key is, like, if I could get the best sleep, then mm-hmm. I might have a good day the next day. Like these simple things, but sometimes it's hard where there's like mushy feelings. But learning how to, co- like, become your own friend and getting to know yourself every single year. Yeah. Because you're constantly changing too. Yeah. Because you're getting to know Blanca now. Yeah. And like what sets you off now versus like what would set you off before. Like things keep changing. So that's like one part of continuously having a relationship with yourself. Yeah. And I love that you keep saying that because, um, but really like, I think that this year is like really about, I really want to feel whole. Yeah. You know, like I really want to stop wanting the out the outer world to make me feel peaceful yeah and i did find that but i still didn't fully feel that yeah it's hard you know as human beings yeah. like i like people on my side look peaceful all the time but there's times when i just feel pissed for no reason inside yeah. and it's hard to be like cool all the time but creating those moments of being able to reflect like okay this year mm-hmm. i knew some you know things happened here and there but it was actually a peaceful year that actually you're just like finding those moments where you can like 
collect yourself because you're not perfect all the time. Yeah. So I'm um, proud of you for catching yourself and yeah, you know, being able to reflect on these things that you want to see change. Well, I feel like this year I really, I really did everything that I said I wanted to do. I went on small trips. Like I went, we we traveled a lot this year. Well, I didn't travel. I wouldn't you say went on a work trip too. Yeah, I went on a on a work trip. Um, this year I I loved all the small trips I took. I said I wanted to go on small trips last year, yeah. and I did. I went to a couple of cities. Um, that were really fun. You traveled to, on your birthday. You traveled with Pepe too, and you went with Bree. Bree to Spain. Yeah, right? yeah, you did a yeah. lot. I like yeah. how I remember those things. I think I also remember it too because we're trying to schedule a podcast all the time. So I'm like, oh, Blanca has this trip, this trip, this trip. So yeah. like, I remember the pattern. Yeah. <laughs> Which one do you want to? Um, <laughs> yeah, like I feel like, no, I mean, 2022 yeah. was a great year. It was a great year. I feel like it gets, you know, also like remembering like, times when we were very up and down but when we were younger and then now like things are kind of leveling out like you know things are going to happen where we like handle it much better yeah that overall we, we can't say it was a good year yeah yeah i think it was yeah just a really great year of like figuring out the energies that we wanted around mm -hmm. us and then focusing on work which we did yeah. we blew really worked yeah. and then, um congratulations uh, you mentioned it before but congratulations to us we were featured on a like yeah like california blog yeah um we got to talk about meow we got to like share our vision and what we're looking for so that was really cool for them to like put it together yeah and reach out to yeah. us to share our story yeah and i feel like really that's like an i think that that's a sign that we're gonna be doing bigger yeah. things and and yeah. that happened during the time that you were kind of like, you know, that that was around the time your grandmother mm -hmm. passed away. And you were like, oh, my gosh, what? That's how we had the conversation. Literally, yeah. Like, that oh, was the I'm next day, actually. Yeah. yeah, I called you and I was like, hey, Blanca, I don't think you saw it. But we have a, and you thought you called me. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. But, you know, I think things are happening to make sure we're, um, you know, of course, we're going to get sad. But things that's going to make us, like, keep going. Exactly. Yeah. I think we're really, we've grown up. Yeah, we work well together. Yeah. yeah. And, uh yeah, so um, I'm just, oh, we're, so, okay, so one thing that we're going to start doing is that Henri gave me my Christmas present. I'm going to give you your Christmas present. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're the um, guest. <laughs> um, but, okay, so it's called three, 365 Days of Positive Thinking, a motivational quote from the world's most inspiring women. And so what we're going to start doing in our podcast is that we're going to be reading one of these quotes and maybe like a moment of what we what we feel yeah i feel like it's kind of similar to looking at tarot card and making assumptions <laughs> we're like okay how do you feel <laughs> but it's good i think it's, we're going to be incorporating it yeah. into our show and so for day one we have don't live life in the past lane by the manta etus i have no idea who that is i feel like that's kind of um recognizing how that what um when we did the podcast recording for New Year's last year, I talked about how like, I got a new job and kind of struggling on these things, but kind of focusing on how I've changed this year and kind of instead of look at the past, mm -hmm. kind of just keep moving forward because yeah. I'm, a new, I'm a different person. But also like not, never forgetting who I was. Yeah, yeah. Going into a new lane and keep growing. Yeah, and I think that this one is really cool because um, I told you that the culmination of the last year was that I really wanted to um, 
be surrounded by more peace. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that the end of this year, I'm really am working on going back to the past because I want to release it. And I really want to go into 2023 without that baggage. Yeah. So I don't wanna, I don't wanna carry it anymore. Yeah. And so I realized that it's not worth it carrying it dragging it along so yeah, it gets heavy yeah and it's not i i am allowed to be happy yeah and i don't need to like i can let go so i love this quote because living in the past just creates unnecessary suffering it does and, and who is she she is an american entrepreneur author speaker tv contributor and podcast host oh wow wow and she also has a book She's a national best-selling author of five books. You go, girl. Okay. Look at that. Everybody check her out. Yeah, it's everybody gonna be check cool. her out. Yeah. But guys, thank you so much mm -hmm. for listening to our podcast episode today and our first episode of season two. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.